Welcome to the Trailer Cast with Elise Snipes. Each week, I will be sharing with you from inside my vintage trailer where I work as a therapist and share some of my musings on the human experience. I am endlessly fascinated and inspired by people. I love being a therapist and I'm deeply grateful for the intimate and beautiful work I get to do. I believe we are wildly capable of healing and making this world a better place, and this is my attempt at doing that. Sharing beauty to invoke beauty. May you find yourself inside these stories and ponderings and be better for it. Cheers. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to the trailer cast. Today, I have a very special (laughs) guest, friend of mine, Emily McAllister, and we're going to be talking about all things bodies, um, taboo, what it means to be a woman, the different shapes and sizes we come in. Um, And here's my warning for you. Emily and I love to get together and talk. There's not enough time in our world, so it's it's possible we're not even going to get to any of the topics we actually want to, (laughs) because we're going to sit here and talk the whole time. Um, But truly, listen in. This is part of our taboo series about... Um, the way in which we understand our body and how that fits into what society says that we should look like and our own personal journeys to there. So welcome, Emily. Hello. Oh my gosh. I am so honored and excited to be here on the trailer cast, which is like big time. Um, we love trailer cast. And I live in San Clemente. I am married and have two daughters. So this body conversation is yeah. amazing because Good point. I will be raising two girls in Orange, Southern Orange County. Yeah. Um, and I am a blogger slash freelance writer. My blog is Chasing McAllister's. You can also find me on Instagram at Chasing McAllister's. I'm a photographer mm-hmm. and you can find my photography account at Emily McAllister Photography. And I'm like, there's a very little I won't do for money. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, what else and do I do? And to our next subject. <laughs> I do a lot of things. And I'm a budding speaker yes. at um, some events. And this is, I'm, I'm a professional podcaster now. That's right. <laughs> so you're more than a budding speaker. You have something to say. I and do. now people are really now starting to invite you. But you've always yes. had something. I have. I have. I'm a talker. And I'm like an East Coast, um, born and raised you know, Jewish talker. <laughs> it's really deep rooted in my genetics. My mother's from New York City. Like, there's just really no escaping. My house, my house, like my whole family is talkers. My sister, my mom, my dad were was like the loudest, most chaotic house. And I didn't realize that like other people didn't grow up like that. So like my poor husband, who's pretty introverted, is like, what is happening? Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. too good. It's too good. So, but yes, I and I do. I mostly share about. I'm in recovery. I'm ten year, over ten years sober. Mm-hmm. In recovery from an eating disorder and. And um, I talk a lot about like recovery from substance, recovery from eating disorder, body image stuff, and um, like just kind of personal development and like switching our um, internal dialogue, getting rid of negative self-talk, all the things so yeah. that we can feel good. Yeah. And you do that. Like that's something like a lot of people talk about, right? Yeah, we yeah, We both yeah. know that, Yes, right? yes, yes. Um, but when I listen to you or when I'm with you, you do it. You are an authority of your experience. I am trying. Yes. I mean, I feel like it's all imperfect. It's all a journey. There is no there over there. It's like, there's just more here. Wow. You know, so you're just kind of like always in the present moment working to evolve. Yeah. Oh my God, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to so make I'm her. sitting over here crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You're feeling me. I am. <laughs> 
preach. I'm like, but it's real. Like, it's real. Like, there's no, it's like a lifelong thing, right? And we can, it's like, I can be flying high for a week and then, you know, PMS hits and I'm starting to feel (laughs) crappy about myself and those negative thoughts are creeping back in, but I have a lot of tools to like, kind of pull myself back out and sometimes yeah. you just have a day where you feel like crap right now you have some experience like there's things you've done that you're like i know this yes like i know this is like not logical and not real but this is what my head's telling me right mm-hmm. now so like then i get into action to like you know try to like i'll listen to i'll put something on like an abraham hicks on youtube or i'll call a friend yeah. or do some writing or Sometimes I give into it and just watch some trashy television. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. because there's no like wrong way to not like yes. lapse. Right? It's like that meme where there's like that arrow. It's like what you think success is. The arrow is pointing straight up a diagonal, and what success really looks like. It's like that squiggly line. It is moving up, yeah. but yeah. it's like not right linear. Correct. Yeah, and that's the more real way to approach life. I like, agree. Yes. It, well, it gives us it gives us the opportunity to succeed because like if it's if you have to live within mm-hmm. a realm of perfect mm-hmm. perfectionism, mm-hmm. like. You're just setting yourself up to fail. So let's tag that back into body image. So um, we were talking about, we've been talking about this taboo series. The thing that kind of emerges a lot when it comes to our culture right now in women is body shaming, body positivity, like body neutrality. All like, so where do you want to jump in on that? What's it? What's your journey? What do you think is going on in society and how the hell are we supposed to be like women with bodies? I know. Okay. So gosh, there's, I there's a lot to unpack there. Um, <laughs> I feel like those are such hot button topics and so relevant, like this whole body positivity movement, which is amazing. And it's a great move in the right direction. And then, and that's been met with, no, like let's call it body neutrality mm-hmm. because we don't always feel bo- positive about our bodies. I do think that like with any new idea or like new, um, just a new idea for people, the pendulum always swings really far in one direction. Yeah. So, like, I think it has to. So we have to break this mold that there's only one way to be beautiful and to be healthy and to look good. And so I love seeing the representation of, like, larger bodies or different forms of fitness. Or sometimes we take a look at somebody's appearance and decide if they're healthy or not. And that's just not a good way to judge if someone's healthy. And so we've had to, like, break that idea down and so the pendulum really does swing really far in one direction and then there's the backlash and it comes back the other way and people are like oh well obesity and this and that and people have all this like you know yeah. stuff to say about it and it's still like I feel like those people are kind of missing the point a little yes. bit but it does swing and I do think we eventually find ourselves in the middle my biggest uh, area of confusion or um like apprehension has been as a woman who's in recovery from an eating disorder who has been a size two and a size 12. I've been everything in between (laughs) literally. And I, and I know that you get treated differently in different sized bodies because I've experienced it firsthand. But my biggest issue lately is finding my voice around being in a place where I want to promote body neutrality and body positivity and accept where I'm at, but also share that like, yes, I can love, I can accept where I'm at and still want to make improvements and still want to get healthier or stronger and not like polarize people with that because there is such a there it's there's a lot of truth in that conversation that like we've been inundated with diet culture since we were born yep 
Like, you know what I mean? They do. It's crazy. Yeah. And so I think in order to, like, break that down, we've had to really go in, like, a totally different direction. I love seeing these companies, like Nixwear, representing mm-hmm. um, all shapes and all sizes. I'm trying to think of other companies. I think American Eagle does it yeah. really well. Um, Dove campaign forever. You know? Dove. Yeah. We love yeah. Dove. They're, they are such big mm-hmm. supporters Huge. of the women who are speaking mm-hmm. out in the um, body positivity mm-hmm. movement. And, I mean, we saw yeah. we saw the breakdown of, like, when companies like Victoria's Secret, I mean, oh, that was, we clapped back. You choice. know what I mean? Yeah. It was, you know? Yes. And so I'm loving that. Like, it's empowering. People are showing up in their yes. own skin. Yes. And then, and then, yeah. So let's, let's talk about that. So body positivity hit the scene, and all of a sudden there was this massive, like, freedom. It was a response yes. to you have to be a certain way in order to be beautiful or to be loved. Then all of a sudden body positivity comes on the scene, right? And it's like, like, watch me. Right? right. Watch me be the size. Watch me whatever. This is my whole damn body, right? Yes. I'm thinking like Lizzo, who Liz, called me, right? Yes. Come on. I mean, we all, I mean, not I get the chills. Lizzo. Yeah, that's right. So, but there's so many like bloggers and influencers out there who have been speaking truth into that for, for forever. So long. Right. And, and and it's like not like a new concept. It's Correct. just been given a platform. Like yep. Instagram has given yeah. a really big platform to a lot of these women. It's the way that art has always happened though, right? Like yes. they're giving voice to yeah. people that have otherwise been just in these kind of rogue spaces and are now getting more of a public platform. Yes. So when, when Lizzo says, um, don't call me brave... Right? I'm not yes. just because I'm big, you're calling me brave. Like, like, what am I supposed to be ashamed of how I look because I'm bigger? <laughs> like, no. And it's like, like we, I, you know what I noticed too is like, um, we use the word fat like it's a four letter word. Like, um, there's like the stigmatism attached to it. Cause even like, I have an eight year old daughter and, and she'll say something about, like, I don't remember, we had a conversation and I was like, that's not a bad word. It's mm. a bad word if you're using it to like call somebody a yeah. name in a negative yeah. way. Yeah. But like, I know plenty of larger women who refer to themselves as fat with zero shame attached to it. And they're like, yeah, I'm a fat woman. And this is who I am. And I'm beautiful. And I'm like, I love that. Like, because in my whole life, especially the eating disorder, fat was like the worst thing I could possibly Mm. be. You know what I mean? And that kind of comes into what we bring our own story into these words. And into like body positivity being an insult to people that have worked so hard. Like, what do you mean? That's not body positive. That's endorsing or promote yeah people want to people want to say oh you're promoting obesity it's like that's actually not what it's about no it's saying even even if you are obese you are allowed to freaking love yourself you are allowed to be a human being and take space like and take your picture and post it on your own damn instagram like you're allowed to like exist and be who you are and not be in a space of this is my before picture you know what i mean like we are not before pictures my friend meg boggs posts about that a lot i want to like shout that out because she's a great um advocate for this stuff she's um in a larger body and like a power lifter and could probably run circles around all of us mm-hmm. and she gets so much hate and it's just it's unfortunate yeah. because you, you yeah anyways i just feel like the narrative is changing yeah. and um so what a body what a body positivity <laughs> give you i think that the whole movement of seeing women who had bodies more similar to mine normalize is normal. Yes. Like, it gives you this yep. feeling of... I mean, that's why representation is so freaking so, important. It's so crucial. It really is. As two white women. Yeah. I mean... But Ironically. I, but, yeah. like, really, it doesn't... I mean, I can't even imagine what that would feel like for somebody of color. Correct. Because they have been so unrepresented. Mm-hmm. But, like, I can relate because, like, I'm five foot three and a half. I have a very short waist. <laughs> like, I'm never going to look like a supermodel. And when I was... 
12 and 13 years old looking through, I will t- I can pinpoint, double issue of Vogue on a Saturday afternoon, six hours I laid on my bed. I can still see the outfits. It was the Ooh. 90s. They were wearing bell bottoms. Mm-hmm. The hip bones were jutting mm-hmm. out. It was heroin chic. Yep. Kate Moss. Mm-hmm. I'm saying Kate Hudson. Kate Moss. <laughs> and, um, and I did not know that these women were six foot tall. And, and I wasn't able to achieve this. And I'm an athletic girl. I played yeah. soccer for 12 years. So, like, I had no... There was no representation of right. anybody who looked like me. So, I didn't know that, like, I right. couldn't achieve this right. look. And Your I tried. Point. I almost killed myself trying. You know what yeah. I mean? So, it's like the beauty... Literally. That's quite, the thing. You're, I mean, like, being serious. No, like, literally. Yeah. Literally. I mean, yeah. I wound up in a lockdown treatment facility because of it. So, like, yeah. yes. I feel that, like, this movement is so powerful... Not just for like, especially it's, there's a big conversation in the mom world, in the postpartum world, because our yeah. bodies have changed so much. Really? You know? <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, yours did? I thought spag. <laughs> and no, 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 no shade I, that's to anyone who's that's done spag. Right. I'm like, that's really cool. Yeah, I think that's it's not great. My story. Like, no shade. Yeah. But a lot of us don't bounce back, and a lot of us do have a changed body. It's perfect. Okay, um, okay so this is like. Okay, all stories, all bodies, all experiences, all represented. Right. And that the gift of the body positivity movement for me specifically yes. was, um, yes, yeah, seeing my seeing a potential for me to see I am a woman represented out here, and there's more than one way to be feminine and be beautiful. Right. And it was, I mean, it, it was eye opening for me. I had never, never felt like at home in my body. Mm. until I saw it, until body positivity took off. I had always used weight as protection so I didn't feel vulnerable to the advances of men. I actually have been com- getting really present to that lately. Really present yeah. to the point where I'm like, it's uncomfortable. Like, mm-hmm. like I, um, because like, oh my God, I really, I really feel that. Yeah. And it's like, I've actually been like, I want to explore that further yes. because even now, like I started getting more serious about exercising again like maybe last spring mm-hmm. because I like I had hurt my lower back I was carrying like I had, so I had like lost some of my baby weight then put it all back on yep. so I was carrying like 30 or 40 extra pounds and just woke up one day I mean not literally but it felt like <laughs> one day I woke yeah. up and I was like I don't recognize myself I don't exercise consistently right. anymore this isn't me this isn't me mm-hmm. and I was a person I was an athlete yes. so like I started really like deciding to work out to feel good, you know, and the byproduct of that is you lose some weight yeah. and you get fit and you get your muscles. And as a result, like, um, like you, when you lose that weight, you do, I, or at least I have found that I feel so like so vulnerable and raw and like, it's actually like, and I actually had an incident like a few weeks, maybe like a month ago, I, I spoke at a um, recovery meeting and a man, a drunk man, followed me in my car, would not, like, was very persistent. I mean, I went and bought like mm. a, an alarm thing afterwards, but I felt, my, the immediate thing when I got in the car was like, maybe I shouldn't have dressed cute, maybe I shouldn't have done my makeup, maybe I shouldn't have worn this hat. Like, Fuck that. You know what I mean? Like, I do, that, I that know that, I've had that thought, yes. however. It's not true. And like, who, yeah. yeah. Who's responsible at that moment? Yeah. That man that man period but how many times I mean I don't know any woman who hasn't had like minimally like some sort of sexual yeah. advance that they didn't want but usually most of us have been assaulted most of us correct you know so like I do and it's just like the way some men will like look at you in a certain way like because your body looks a certain yeah. way and it's not that I don't want to like look good but like I don't there's something very like violating about mm-hmm. 
Ugh. Like, I don't know. Yeah, there's so much to unpack there there's for sure. There's too much. Right? It's a whole other like, conversation. Know, yeah. like, in, in the societal impact of what happens when we make a woman feel like it's her fault if she's cute and it's her and she's vulnerable yeah. or she's prey if she loses weight or she's prey if yeah. she is somewhere and someone comes onto her, that's her fault. And there's that's a so whole other, I think it's like a second, like a whole other layer. Yeah. And that is an yeah. amazing conversation to have. But yes, okay. I really relate to keep it. I really relate, yeah. relate to that. Relate. I relate. I relate. I relate to that too. But I do yeah. think that that's like, like under the surface. Yes. yes. The core belief that I had to like kind of reconstruct under there was I can keep myself safe in other ways. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, the, the only way to protect myself is not through this added layer of protection of weight. I can acknowledge that women of all sizes are assaulted and that this is that's right yeah okay. so it's yeah, not right true. right yeah. but like the story that i told myself to keep myself safe was like to add padding which it felt like protection but it, it, that's not true it's such a subconscious thing too <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and i feel is. like us, and not just with men like i think with humans like yeah. not like being Ooh. intimate and vulnerable yeah. with people because yeah. i struggle with or I've struggled in the past I work through intimacy with women yeah because we've yeah. all been burned like we've I mean I don't know I remember going to school one day and your friends are your friends and you go and the next day they're not yeah. and you're like you're like oh like you're not safe people yeah. aren't safe women aren't safe yeah so you but then you're referencing school right which is clearly not now no but this is the trouble of core messages right. is they're developed at an age where we there's the messages are so big and mm-hmm. they sting so hard that we carry them with us for a very long time we are yep. both grown-ass women adults with families and companies <laughs> and things right yeah. yeah but there's still that seventh grade moment there where, is where that sucked and i took away the message that women aren't safe right totally so this was why we have to go back to those original core beliefs because they they still frame the way we connect to women now. A hundred percent. Yeah, but you but like you have to go there to uncover it. Yeah, we do, yeah, and, and we owe it to ourselves. Because yeah. listen, my my most intimate relationships are with women. Totally. My most powerful relationships are with women. My stru- look at like yeah, I'm yeah. looking at radical wellness. Every woman on that team is such an mfing badass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, no, and I can attest right? because. Yeah. I've seen it firsthand. Yeah. I mean, it's a magical group. We have to take down that wound and say, I'm willing to, to say that I believe you're for me and I'm going to be for you. Right. And I'm redoing that injury. I also feel too, like when you gain that awareness, like you attract different things mm-hmm. because you're not repeating the same yes, story. Good, like, good, good, good. You yeah, know what I mean? I like, do. Because you know me, I'm like mm-hmm. a little woo-woo yeah, yeah, and I, I love do love woo. me some law of attraction mm-hmm. and I believe in that yeah. because I have firsthand experience yes. with it. Yeah. But yes, there and, and hopefully more and more people are getting willing to like evolve in that way but that's the thing is like you will naturally, if you're doing that type of work, you will naturally attract other people mm-hmm. who can like meet you there. Completely. I think. Yep. Because think about it, if you think about, like, failed relationships, like, like even romantic relationships, think about, like, if you look back before you found a successful relationship, I'm like, man, I really, like, just dated the same guy over and over again. Okay, I'm just saying, <laughs> yes. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, okay. Like, I, I, I didn't scrutinize or yeah, say, like, yeah. do I even like you? I don't know. I don't know. I'm true. You, you I, mean, like, I mean, you like me, I mean, that's not enough. Or you're, yeah. like, really cute. Or you're a skateboarder. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, whatever. Totally. You've yeah. got a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, things like Another that. Another girl like, thought you were hot. So I guess I think you're hot. <laughs> it's too good. It's crazy. It is. Okay, oh, so body positivity to freedom in our bodies and then all of a sudden the pendulum swinging back again to fit movement or body positivity in a smaller size or is it okay for me to actually work out 
and talk about it publicly yes. without feeling like I'm going to be shamed by the body positivity body, by body positivity. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've noticed a lot of, and I think this is brewing under the surface. I think this is, this conversation is about to explode. I think so many so go there. Yes. Because, okay. So I do. And I'm, and I also want to say, I know that like people in smaller bodies also get shit on. Yes. I mean, <laughs> like I have yeah. a, my best friend is a bodybuilder and she goes through like periods where she's doing prep and she's getting really lean and then she like goes through her bulking season. I mean, she's um she's for real. She's yeah. amazing, but she does the spiritual work with it, mm-hmm. but she gets a lot of like people are haters, you know? Like they see they see you like like she's following a program. It's like her sport, you yeah. know what I mean? So I do see that like I don't want to like be polarized and only heavy people get yeah. backlash. So, but what I, I guess, I feel like the conversation that's brewing under the surface is, and I'm seeing it from other influencers and bloggers who may be in larger bodies and want to share about, I remember when Meg was like, I don't know if I should post my fitness stuff because I don't want to get shit on by people. And I'm like, you should absolutely post your fitness stuff because it's amazing what you're doing. And so I'm seeing other bloggers come forward who don't have like, um, necessarily your standard, like fitness influencer body and showing what they do to work out and not saying not killing themselves saying I'm doing this to punish myself but I'm doing this to like reward my body Mm -hmm. and this has been a huge shift for my own exercise um, relationship like I actually just wrote a piece that should go live next week for what's up moms and it's about how I changed my relationship how my relationship to exercise completely shifted and what that looked like and um like one of the things probably like the biggest takeaway I have is like I used to I mean my relationship with the gym used to be I was an over exerciser I mean I was there for like two to three hours nothing felt enough I had to do enough cardio and my mile had to be fast enough and um I had to get every machine and just I left feeling like like I didn't like I hate like I hated how long I was there but I couldn't leave and now I go with the mentality to underwhelm myself underwhelm myself at the gym okay so for women listening or men listening that that is their mindset at the gym like I have to go I have to be there this long I like what would you say to them right now so I would say first of all the way I see it now because I have children it's like I get to go this is my my time for myself I change that lingo from I have to go to I get to go um I show up and I ask myself what do I want to do today Mm. what sounds fun what do I feel? What does my body feel like doing? Some days it's like, wow. I really want to like, I really want to work on my butt today. You yeah. know what I mean? And then I work <laughs> on my butt and then I'll do like a hit run. And I really only have like an yeah. hour window. Yeah. So I, I give myself that hour and whatever I do in that hour is enough. Yeah. Everything, it's enough. I give my, I always give myself an option to, to walk. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't mean just like if you're running, I mean like there's always an option to walk as far as like, yeah. you don't like, there's no rules. And Gosh, look at that. I mean, these are, I mean, literally it's, I, I leave wanting more mm-hmm. because then I'll go back. I've burnt myself out in the past. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I don't go for years. This is like such, that's such a freedom mentality slash so embodied. Good. So you're going with your body, asking your body yes. what it wants, not, you know? Because people have asked me, like, especially recently, because they're, they're like, oh, you lost some weight. Like, what are you doing? What's your program? I'm like, literally, it's like I say, oh, what do I feel like doing today? And I'm doing fun things. Yeah. Like, I'm boxing. <laughs> yeah, I saw your boxing. Oh I was like, okay, look out and freaking Frankie right there. Dude, you should come. Okay. First class free. <laughs> not round. I love free. <laughs> yes. Okay, wait. It's like literally, I've always liked boxing. I did boxing when I was in high school. There was a. Um, in Boston? Yes. Yeah. See, there was of a course gold, you're Well, there was a gold gym and there was a boxing class and the teacher was so hot. And like, <laughs> okay, who were they? What was her name? I it was hope. a guy. And? 
and what? What's his name? What's we're gonna. His name? I wonder. We're gonna find him. <laughs> I think maybe Tony or something. But he trained boxers, so he did a boxing class, and it was like we were like getting our asses handed. To I'm just hearing like Don the Donovan, like Ray Donovan. Like that's, I'm like uh, that's, that's that's who's in I my mean, head. I'm in mean, a suburb of Boston, <laughs> so like I can't really claim. I'm like about seven miles out of Boston, and it was a wealthy suburb. So let's be real. <laughs> But, no, and then I did when Bally's used to be over yeah, there. I yeah. took boxing, and it's been many, many, many years. It's been, like, it's over good. 10 or 12 years. But there is something so free about huh? hitting something with your force. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's right. So and then I've been doing bar. Like, I'll go to a hip-hop class. I just try You're to having do... fun. It should be fun. Okay. Like, my it body wants to... It gets to be fun. To, it gets, it to, gets be, to be yes. fun. Right, because yeah, I'm having fun yes. with it. Yeah. yeah yes, yeah. and I do feel like that's, like... Ask yourself, what do I yeah. what do I want to do? Right. Because I would like to take a pole dancing class. Like, I think Hell that would yeah. be so fun. Okay, so the, I interviewed someone who does, like, uh, she's like, it's like the spiritual awakening for showgirls. Oh, my god. Kalina Maloof, and she is a up. burlesque dancer, and she does retreats. Oh, my God. And she would be a phenomenal contact for you. Okay. So we're going to... Yeah, What's I will. Her name? Kalita. Kalita. She's... Kalita, I'm coming I'm not, for no, you. No, seriously. If, every, if you haven't listened to this, listen, you need to go back and listen to I'll the episode with it. Kalita. Um one of the most embodied women I've ever met in oh my entire my life. She's like magical. She's like... Like you. You're a magical person. She's, like, she's next level. So... I love that. So having fun to, and exploring and be like, what's out there for me? Right. And like releasing any rules or rigidity around it. Like yeah. mm-hmm. also allowing yourself like today I'm not going to go to the gym because yeah. I've, I've got like stuff. And I'm like, here. that's cool. <laughs> right. I came here. But it's also yeah. like, that's cool. Yeah. Like... I don't have to go seven days a yes. week. Yes. I don't have to go six days a week. Right. I can go when I go. Like, yeah. Especially being a parent, like, we don't have the luxury of time always, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I barely have time to shower. I know, like, I, I don't know. pee alone ever. <laughs> so, if you're yeah. feeling like... So, yes, I think... And, like, even, like, there's been... Like, when before I even started going back to the actual gym, like, I was... You know, take the stroller, I would stick my older kid on a bike, and we would go run like a couple miles yes. and it, at whatever pace. And yes. if I wanted to walk out, like the option, always the option to walk, always whether you're running walk. or dancing. Because at least or, I'm out there. I'm out there. Yeah. And it's like your yeah. body, and here's the thing your body is like, you're the way you think and talk to yourself, like your body is responding to that. Yes, it is. So if you're punishing it, it's like, how can it flourish? Like, you can't. Like, if you're saying, and I, oh, my other little thing. I yeah. cheer myself on. I love you. I I'll love be you. like, I'll okay. be doing weights. So be inner monologue Emily. Hype girl. Be your own hype girl. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so what do you say? I say, I'll be like, oh. you got this, you got this, you got this, girl. Or if I'm, like, lifting weights, because I actually really like to lift weights, mm-hmm. I'll be like, you are so strong. <laughs> you okay. know, I, I like, really tell Do you ever, like, come on, do you ever swear, swear when you're doing Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Oh. So what do you really sound like inside there? got this keep fucking going got like you know what I mean yeah. like, like I mean yeah yeah because I'm like it's my like, inner yeah like coach is like spicy AF you yeah know? like but it's awesome because like no one's gonna cheer you on better than yourself <laughs> right and you yeah. know I don't know like like I don't know it's fun it can be fun and I try to do and that funny. too with like whereas also like when I used to go to the gym I would compare myself I would see these mm. women and compare and always come out you know less than usually yeah. you know you gotta be right size so I can't be better than or worse than you know mm-hmm. and so I also like I don't, I like also, well now I've got my noise canceling headphones so I'm not really <laughs> noticing people but when I used to run next to people I would like cheer them on in my head too because Somebody. I wanted to like send that like light about because there. sometimes yeah. you can feel someone's you energy can. and I'd be like you got this girl, you go girl, like you know what I mean? Dude, like, that's I just, rad, you know, I've never heard that before that's really cool if it's cool. it right, like, that you're sending that out there yeah, yeah because you, you like will attract it out together, yeah it can okay. be a game, it can be a game, it can be fun Okay, so where we where do you see body um, awareness 
this movement going? Where's the pendulum going? And where do we I need to go? I think it will find its way to the middle, okay. more of a resting ground. What I'm seeing and very hopeful for is that, like, we, and we're already seeing it, that these big named brands are going to be much more inclusive mm-hmm. in their advertising. I mean, I hope, mm-hmm. you know, that, um, I mean, I don't know about these, like, high designers, and honestly, I don't shop. But yes, but like, but even like I've heard women share about like the fact that the clothing is separated from like yep. plus size, like Correct. you have to go you to the like, separate shame, the shame center. Yeah. yeah and uh-huh. it's like, that shouldn't be either. Like, Correct. you know, why should you have to drag somebody or drag yourself to like a corner of the store? Mm-hmm. Like, so th- my hope is that things, people, you know, um, these brands and companies will hear the people and I feel like they are hearing the people and like, and even if they're doing it for the wrong reasons, which is to like jump on board to sell more clothes, who freaking cares? I don't care. I don't think good things happen for the people, people. (laughs) So like it'll be more integrated and, um, that, Right. Maybe they can just call them clothes. Right. God, you're reading my mind. I was just going to say, <laughs> that here's where the clothes are, yeah. rather than like, like skinny dishes over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yes. It's crazy that that's... Like, and, we, the, and here's the thing. We don't know what we don't know. Like, yeah. so, like, this has just been the norm that was, like, the way it was for so long. And I think until people started to kind of have an uprising mm-hmm. on it, we're like... Oh, oh yeah. Like right? I didn't yeah. realize like, yeah. that that's kind of messed up. It's super we messed swear up. Here. That's kind of fucked up. That's yeah. super fucked up. Yeah. We absolutely swear here. <laughs> yeah, and I do think and then there yeah, so I do it's it's a weird thing cuz I I like you hear the people I don't even know how to put this into words. There's just the people out there, the haters, who are like, people are so sensitive and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, so what if we're becoming more inclusive? That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, I would actually say, like, they're being sensitive. So we're just becoming more aware. Yeah, because we're changing. We're changing something that they're used to. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like, and I don't even want to get into this conversation, but it's the same thing when people have a negative reaction to, like, people talking about privilege. But there is thin privilege. There is white White fragility. Yes. Like, there (laughs) is. There is. And, like, it is. I mean, whether or not, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, it's part people of the conversation. roll their eyes about thin privilege, and I'm like, Correct. actually, I've been in a very small body, and the yeah. way I get treated when I walk into a store mm-hmm. has been very different than when I've been in a larger so, body. What happened? And I haven't ever been, like, technically in, like, plus size, plus size. Yeah. But for me, my frame, like, a size 12 is a lot of yeah. extra weight for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, how are you treated differently? What happened? Um, I, I can't even explain it. And I know, and, I, and I'm and i okay. wary of the people who are going to be like, oh, that's just your perception. But, you're listen, sensitive. Whatever. If we're, this is... I think people are friendlier when you're... They, I think they... Um, I don't know. How do I explain it? Do you have... I mean, you must have some experience with this because you've been at different sizes as well. Tell me your... Tell me, like, have you experienced that? Like, where you walk into a store and you feel kind of, like, dismissed almost when Mm -hmm. you're larger? And then when you're small and tiny, like, whether... Even if you're dying, like, they don't care that you're dying. You're size two, so now you're, like, on this, like, um, you're worthy of something. I think that might be this, like, society's um, treatment of beauty in general. So there's right. been different studies. Because even if you go to yeah. the store wearing sweats versus right. dressed I, cute. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. A, Sorry. Because I've never been a tiny <laughs> ever in a day in my life. Okay. So, truly. You're perfect. So what happens though is I notice if I've, if I go in my regular life, I'm just like, I didn't put makeup on. Like yeah. I, like nothing's happening. They're not going to want to sell to me. I don't look like someone who's going to represent their brand. Right. But if I have like decided to put my cute. mascara yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But you're always tan. Make you an like effort. The greatest tan. <laughs> I was born. I was born for the skin. Okay, I know. So. You're so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> 
the the perception or response but those are just retail that's just retail it is retail and it's like you know what we do also like i now i know not to take that personally but at, mm. and at 17 years old or yeah. 15 or 22 yeah. or whatever age like when i fluctuated all over the yeah. place like like there was there was, i had i started having an eating disorder in like junior high and it went pretty strong until around i was like 18 and i started hanging out with some freaking criminals basically <laughs> and was drinking like 40s every day and put on a ton of I mean I was probably yeah. the heaviest ever in my life and and then I like came out of that situation yeah. and was like what the hell yeah. and I like recommitted my yeah. life to my eating disorder and I took it wow. you know I wrote it till the wheels fell off damn Gina okay. yeah 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 so my question right there is for parents who wonder if their kids have an eating disorder oh gosh I mean don't be afraid to have those conversations oh, right because you. I think we are so tiptoey around you're right. I actually, I had a friend recently who, like, I, it's so uncomfortable, but I was like, I can't not ask her if she's okay. Like, because she's, like, lost a, a substantial yeah. amount of weight, and it, like, concerned me, yeah. and I was like, this sucks, because, like, I might yeah. piss her off. Right. But also, I'm going to, like, ask, because uh-huh. I, like, it would have been helpful to me. Yeah. I it's, would never have told the truth. No, but at least someone cared enough to ask the Because I felt like yeah. I was never sick enough. Right. And I went to, oh, you're going to, you're not going to, you're not going to like this story. I went to a doctor. I was really sick. I was throwing up like 10 to 20 times a day. I was pretty small. Like I was probably a size 10 two. 10 to 20 times a day. Oh, it was just rampant. That's, yeah. how, I, that's how I roll. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, all the way. All I the way, Emily. I went to this doctor. I, and I uh, worked out a lot. So yeah. I, even at my skinniest, I was very lean, muscular. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? So I looked fit. Yeah. And I went to this doctor. I never told a medical professional my truth, ever. Mm. And I told her what was going on. And she looked at me and she goes, well, you're not that skinny. I swear to God. And I went home and I was like, I'm not sick enough, you know? And that was that. And that was the irresponsibility of our medical profession. And she was a therapist. Holy yeah, shit. Licensed. I'm, I, yeah. So <laughs> I, like, I have to repair that? Like, it's, it, I mean, I honestly, like, I wrong. can look at that and know that. Like, that was criminal. It was and ridiculous. And someone right so back. irresponsible. That's, she just signed, like, a death warrant. Pretty much. Yeah. Because then it was, like, on and crack. Correct. It's then like, I was like, it's like oh. oh. I mean, a licensed professional just yes. told me this, so oh, I, yeah. I can go even further. It's like a licensed. Well, it was help. just like I was looking oh, for Emily. somebody to say, "You're not well. Correct. Let me help you." Right. And it was like, Fuck. "No, you're not sick enough." That co-signed the story. I already felt like I'm ne- I'm like I would have to be like, dead in yes, order to have, because right. even at my like smallest, like I'm not a person who weighs like ninety pounds. No. Like even at like. Like, I could be 120 pounds, and I, and I look very sick. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, yes. like, not my... I have a lot yes. of muscle. Like, yes. so that's not my natural, like, landing point. Like, I'm so mad right now. <laughs> I want to, like, destroy <laughs> the room yeah. when it... Because, oh, because, because... But listen, because it's like... Yeah. You're here. Like, you made it. I made it. Okay? But a lot of people so, don't. So, a lot of people don't. Yeah. And we need to do better with Shame our... Shame on us. Well, yeah. I was, and I was, I was talking to a girlfriend of mine who... Um, because I take psych meds. I take yeah. Zoloft. Yeah. I really no shame around that. Um for depression and anxiety and I have a girlfriend who is heavier and she was like I really would like to get back on meds but every, I'm afraid she, of the weight every time right? I go mm-hmm. they bring up my weight I'm working out all the like I work out she will not she's like I, I'm like you need to go and interview doctors Correct. and say here's That's the right. deal I'm exercising my weight is not a factor here this yes. is a mental health issue mm-hmm. are you able to treat me but that's like you shouldn't that's have to do right. that you no. should be able to mm-hmm. go to a mm-hmm. mental health professional and say I am having racing, obsessive, Correct. anxiety thoughts. Can you help, help me? me? Yeah. I had a client actually who screened me and I was so blown away at her like 
just like radicalness. Advocate she, yeah, herself. she was like, yeah. So here's where I am. Here's what I believe about this. Here's my body. I'm not here talking about my body. I'm here talking about my oh things. My God, I and I, I, I like wrote her back. I'm like, you're amazing. Absolutely, 100. percent Like, <laughs> Can like, we also yes. Be friends? Yeah, totally, yeah, totally. Yeah. Slash, like, yeah, yeah. Slash, you want to get right? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's fire in that and self advocacy. Well, and there's like, and that there's fire power. There's, but it takes that like. It's, she shouldn't it's, have to do that. You though. shouldn't, but yeah. like, it, and most people don't. You feel no. so disempowered when, because mm-hmm. um, you, we do place our medical professionals on a bit of a pedestal. Yeah, absolutely. Rightfully so, in a way. Wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's I both. Mean, it's, it's like the same way that like I would expect a police officer to help me if I was in distress. You know what I mean? Like, you have a better relationship with the poet <laughs> than I do. I'm always like, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna get me. <laughs> time i'm like I don't know. Uh, i'm in trouble or a fireman I, yeah well, fire, yeah, we, we that, yeah we do love firemen. but yeah i mean we love police officers too because they do i mean maybe you don't like <laughs> i have some friends who's, um we have some friends who are police officers and they're really good people and then i know that there are not good people out there as well but it's just my own like childhood stories of like yeah, just being so imagine. afraid yeah i can't imagine yeah so there's my own work. There's a, that's good for me to be aware of even to today. Yeah, I'm an adult explore. and I'm not an eight year old child who's afraid of the oh, police. Oh, I still yeah. like, feel like I still walk into like a clothing store and if I like I and I don't buy something, I think like they think, they think I'm you're stealing. stealing. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god. Like, like, I'm like, oh I didn't, yeah, it's yeah. not my Britney Spears moment. Like, yeah. I didn't do this. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, so I do okay. have that too. So, how, so we're going to, we, we're, we're on a tangent. Yeah. Coming back to Circling. identifying things if in somebody else, your daughter, a friend, or whatever. Okay, yeah. So. Like, we'll be willing to have the hard conversation and be willing to risk the relationship. 100%. If, yeah. The, well, here's the thing it's like, like, I don't know. It kind of reminds me of like that saying, you can save your face, or you can save your ass. So you can like preserve the like surface level integrity of the relationship mm-hmm. and not have the conversation or may, and maybe there's no problem or you can dig deep and possibly create an argument yeah. or a rift and possibly save their life or yeah. contribute to saving their life or also like um, be a safe place for that yeah. person to go even yeah. if they're not willing to get yeah. help yet like it's the same thing with yeah. like anything with like with anything, substance yeah. like yeah. abusive relationships oh my God, I mean that's, that's so yeah gnarly. there's because you don't, yeah. you're not always ready to leave. Like, yeah. No, I wasn't and, ready. And it is like a, and it is like an abusive relationship. With, with yourself, yourself yes, right? Yes. That's the thing. It's all abuse. Yeah. So, and it all comes back to like feeling worthy right. and like. Well, I, I had to ask myself, I had lost, I did lose a friendship over asking about her eating disorder. It's right? so gnarly. Yeah. yeah. And I would do it again because did I, she have I know. Disorder? She had, she had a massive eating disorder. And did she recovered? Uh, no. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. No. But I, I know. That at, at some point I was gonna love her more than she loved her addiction. I well, was gonna and at some come point, at it. if she does find recovery, right. there will be a point where she's she like, goes. Someone saw me in that spot yeah. and was willing yeah. to receive my hate mm-hmm. in an effort to tell me the truth. hundred percent. I I don't have regret when I speak the truth in love, and I yes because not that's obviously I coming from a place of love, of in, intense love. Yeah. Well, that's like I mo- love loving you. even more right. to be able to like speak into that. Right. Yeah. It's gnarly. Yeah. And it's and we and there's just so many different levels of like disordered eating and oh, body girl. image and the diet culture and like yeah I just like in our house like I have two daughters they 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 do not hear me like say a negative thing about my mm-hmm. body we talk about my daughter my eight year old daughter came home the other day and said oh, she didn't call me mommy she called me mom said, mommy <laughs> are calories bad and I said no calories you have to have calories to live mm-hmm. everything has calories every food you eat will have a caloric makeup. Calories or energy. Mm-hmm. We and I talked to her about it. I said we have given certain foods 
we, we've called them bad because maybe they have a higher caloric value, but that's like not real. <laughs> like a donut isn't bad. No, donuts if are delicious. Eat, like if you eat like a dozen donuts, <laughs> are you going to feel sick? Yes. yes. You're going to feel really Your sick. Your body will probably tell yes. you. Or like, um, yeah. So we had this whole conversation because she was like, my friend said that calories are bad. And I'm oh. like, well, we don't believe that in our house. We're like, like invite know? her over. And right, that's like always my heart. I'm like, know. if we can invite that girl back over to our house. Fabulous. So let's let's maybe open up a conversation on that as well. And then I know we need to wrap up because we both have kids and things that are, are going to happen beyond this. Um, I love this so, conversation, though. This is so important. It's, it's crucial. So this. Yeah. And it's not only for women. The for amount everyone, of yes. um, men... Oh, men. Because their representation is shit. Come on. You know, it's shit. Oh, it is. And you know what? Talking about taboo, like the plight of men. (laughs) You know, like somebody was. Okay, so I watched The Bachelor. Oh. Are you watching? Are you kidding? I watched all the podcast recaps. And I was listening to one, and they were talking about Peter's body and how he has like a dad bod. I'm like, what the fuck? He doesn't have a dad bod. First of all, he looks great. He's so cute. I also heard someone say that he's kind of cute in that eighth grade Hawkeye way. And I'm like, oh my God. He's being so like, he's like a fat, fat shamed. Yeah, like you because know what he's mean? not body, cut. Yeah, like because yeah. he doesn't have a six pack. It's right. like it's just even body shamed for being like an average human, no like for looking normal. No like kidding. it just kind of tripped me out. Like it made me like him more because I'm like he didn't even like do that thing where he went and got a trainer before no kidding. And, like, got and had face work and all that good stuff yeah. and teeth yeah. redone. Okay, yeah. um, Claire like is the next Bachelorette. Are you all in or what do you think? At first, I was not. Okay, because um, I didn't. She kind of bugged me on Juan Pablo's mm-hmm. season, but then I was thinking about her time on like Paradise, yes. and I felt like she got a bad edit. Terrible from producers, mm-hmm. like that whole raccoon thing. Like mm-hmm. she was talking to a producer, and they like made like they made they they painted her to be this like crazy annoying girl. When I did some of my own like looking at her Instagram page and like that she lives, she's super self assured. I love that she's like a woman who knows what she wants. I think she's gonna. Oh. It's, I um I thought it was smoke. I thought there was smoke. Sorry. Um, I was like, it's a fire. <laughs> Wait. Um, she, I actually, it's growing on me. Okay. My concern is, is like, what is this crop of men going to I be can't like? wait to see, because we're going to get the ageism. Because she's 38. She's going to be 39 yeah. when they record. So this is what, yeah. So I'm, I'm like super excited people. for her season. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to see. That's my age range. I, she's also a polarized figure in like Bachelor Nation, which we need to have a whole well, podcast just on this because I'm yes. obsessed. I, I'm a I massive that. fan of Bachelor Nation. It's my like it's human study. It is. Like this is my like, pipe dream. I really, yeah. if any, Chris Harrison, I need you to call me. <laughs> I want nothing more than to be the therapist <gasps> for Bachelor Nation. If you're ever looking for someone, I'm just down the road. <laughs> Harrison. Chris Harrison, come find me. Yeah, you're mobile. Yeah. Therapist. yeah, I'll bring yeah. out my trailer. I'll see all the girls and the guys, and, and we'll the help them. Yeah, yeah. So I do feel like she will be great. It'll be great television, and I it's think, great television for sure. Yes, I, but it. somebody did make a really funny point. They're like, "So is Bachelor in Paradise going to be like a bunch of forty-year-old men and twenty-four-year-old women now?" <laughs> so the, right, that's weird. Maybe not. I'm, well, we'll see. I don't yeah. know that they're going to... Well, we'll see. I feel like she'll have there. some young guys. Because yeah. she did an interview. I watched a piece of her interview. Like, um, like somebody posted it. And she was saying how she, like, likes the younger guys. She does. Oh, it's Claire. Cougar. She's a cougar. But she looks great. She looks great. She seems... She, I, I think she'll hold her own. I do think she got a bad edit. So it's hard to know who she really is. She was a little it's annoying. TV. It's yes, hard. It's it's hard. TV. Yeah, I think it'll be great. I mean... I'm here I'd for rather, it. I'm here for it in either way. I'd rather her than Madison. I can't <laughs> oh just, do, I cannot do another. Yeah. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. And there's so much to be said about like, who's going to pick? Like, oh my God. 
I can't wait. Hopefully. Maybe you'll join us. <laughs> you should live. For watch parties. Live, live watch yeah, parties. Yeah. Trailer cast oh, Bachelor Edition. Bachelor, <laughs> Bachelor Edition. Okay, so what else? How, what else is, what are the rest of the messages? Oh, I want people, okay. You do some really interesting things about like postpartum body, this mm-hmm. is my body. Like you've done a lot of really neat, like this is me photos. Yes. Where can people find those specifically? On your Instagram? On my Instagram at Chasing McAllister's. Um, the motherhood through letterboards. Oh, motherhood that- through letterboards okay. is a hub I created. Um, it's so crazy. So like, there's that whole. I mean, I'm I love a letterboard because you now have like extra words in your pick. Like, it's not just the <laughs> caption. Like, I'm such a word nerd. I'm like, how can I say more of my message? <laughs> and I think it's like so cute. You can say yeah, funny things. Yeah. Like, I just have a lot of like punny little. I don't yeah. know. So I was in that. I've always been a part of that like letterboard mama movement. And I was like, wow, like all these rad moms mm-hmm. have like are so clever and are doing these really like creative things. So I created this hub motherhood through letterboards and it freaking like took off. Yeah. So I, 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 it's basically just a curated yeah. feed of like other people's letterboards. content. Yeah. I love to feature stuff that's original cause you see a lot mm-hmm. of copying, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But most of my, my real like meat and potatoes is at my own page chasing McAllister's. I do, I try to participate in, um, group projects with other women yep. who are aligned with my message, whether it be, um, I participated in the This Is Postpartum movement, which we, yeah. you know, is a whole, super me. powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, we just did a big one, my ED recovery, my underscore ED underscore recovery, um, which actually I told you, Health yes. Magazine is going to be covering that loop, which is freaking okay. mind-blowing. Yep. And um, This is good. Um, but you know what's the beautiful thing about that is like, you get these people, and my my platform, like for some it's big, and for some it's not. Like some of the women I associate with, I'm like, man, you got like three hundred thousand followers, <laughs> and I've got like my twenty k, you know, and I'm like stoked on it because yeah. I because it's natural and organic, and yeah. I've earned every one of those follows. But and not that the big accounts haven't, but it's mm-hmm. like there are like I can forget that like I can forget like I compare, you know, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. tiny, you know. But these messages are being seen by more people and then and then you get these DMs from people who are like yeah. I've been struggling, or thank you yes. so much. I feel brave to post my story, and it's like that's the point yeah. is to like yeah. create space for other people. And we're back to the same starting point: size doesn't matter. No, <laughs> size no. of your Instagram, size of your clothes. <laughs> no, it really doesn't. It really, but we do, we do try. I mean, there are. Yeah. I try not to be defined by yeah. my numbers, but the, but then it's like I make money on my Instagram, mm. and it's like sometimes it is a numbers game. Yeah. So it's like yeah. you know. You question, you can question yourself in that, but whatever. I mean, I'm just grateful that anyone gives a crap that I have yeah. stuff. Well, <laughs> Anybody's reading it. Because <laughs> I'm a writer. Like, that's yes. like what I'm driven by. Is like, I have stuff to say, you guys. Like, <laughs> I think that it's possible, right, to have both. And that's where we really want yeah. this yeah. to go to, is yeah. I, can, I, I can have an honest journey with yeah. social media. And I can have an honest, open journey with my oh, body. 100%. So, you can have both. You can have both. You can, you have, can have both. both. You can have it all. Really, there you go. You know, you can have everything. But let's, yeah, I let, do let's, think let's land there. We'll land there. You can have everything. You can have everything. Yeah. Okay, so for people listening who have been listening to our chatty chats, <laughs> um, we are the chattiest. Well, I, I'm like, I gotta lock the door. We're staying in here all day. Uh-huh. Um, what What is your relationship like with your body? Um, would be like some questions I would have for people listening. Okay. What bothers you? What um, What's your relationship like with the gym? What do you think about body positivity? Do you even know what body neutrality is? Um, are you more comfortable with a skinny person or a by name fat person? Um, what's your journey to health been like? What did your mom tell you about what it meant to be beautiful? Ooh, yeah, yeah. 
Like, go to all the questions. Go to all the places. Those Why are, did anybody yeah. in your family tell you? Because there's yeah. people who are like, oh, my uncle said I, had, mm-hmm. I was fat mm-hmm. and cute. And it wasn't, mm-hmm. and, you know, and then, and that's the thing is like people, there's a lot of people who share like, someone says something to you. Yes. A, a stupid eight-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. Somebody says something to you. And for whatever reason, that's like a trauma. Mm-hmm. And you internalize it and it becomes your own voice for the rest of your Correct. life. Until you realize yes. it's not your yes. voice. But yes, so You're right. I think it's like, what did anyone say to you about your physical appearance? And like, yes. what did you make that mean? Yes, and then what do you need to do now? Yes. Right? Because we're not here just to like sting. Okay, like how, this is like my favorite thing I ask myself when I don't want to do the work. Yep. How free do you want to be? And dude, whoa, Emily, I, I'm the I fire. Want how free do you want to be? I want to be like vibrating. Yes. Like high vibe, like feel good. Like I'm really interested in feeling good. Correct. Because I'm an alcoholic. Now I don't get to get feel good that way because that's not, that's temporary. This is the real shit. It is is the real real deal. This is like what came up for me yesterday as well is that feeling of I want to determine exactly how free this is and how good this is and I do not want to be embarrassed or dim how good it feels to have done my work. Yes. There's that great Marianne Williams. Yes, I love her. Yeah, like yeah. our fear of success mm-hmm. and not playing small, mm-hmm. and the world deserves. I mean, like I, I can't quote it, but it it really does resonate for me. Yes, it does. Yeah, I mean, I think it resonates for almost anyone who reads yep. it. It's very human. But okay. We, yeah. Yay! It's the best, Emily. Come again. We'll we'll uh, talk about more things. We have, okay. I mean, yeah, we have a lot to say. I'm we'll be talker. back. We'll be back when Claire season airs, and then we will have things to say. <laughs> we'll do a um, recap. Yeah, we will do a recap. We'll do a recap. <laughs> So you can find Emily at Chasing McAllisters on Instagram. Her, her website is also ChasingMcAllisters.com. I'm also on Facebook yeah. with Chasing McAllisters. Um, your, Emily's stories you're going to be obsessed with. And if you oh. just ever need something to do and you're like, I don't really, I would just watch Emily's stories. Stop. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, I was like, ooh, what, what Emily have to say? Oh, my God. I so. love you. Okay. Sometimes I'm like, am I talking to anyone? You are. <laughs> me. I am. I'm hiding I'll just think of you every yeah, time. You're me. in the background. Hey, girl. Um, okay, guys. Well, thank thanks you. for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening. To connect with me, suggest a topic for the show, or ask a question from your own life you would like to have answered, email me at elise at trailercast.com. E-L-Y-S-E at trailercast.com. You can also see more on the TrailerCast website or follow me on Instagram at TrailerCast, where you can watch the renovation of my vintage mobile office and see more from behind the scenes. Remember, you can subscribe on iTunes and tell your friends.